If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com/audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com/audio. That's carshield.com/audio. Tell you how around the ten o'clock hour. 
how to be part of this on-point movement and be part of these big things that's about to jump off. But first and foremost, let me apologize for our special show that was supposed to air last night, uh, the Distinguished Gentleman show uh, in place of Sophisticated Ladies in Honor, Wonder Dre, who was on vacation for her born day um, weekend or whatever. And um, I don't know what it is going on with TalkShoe, but TalkShoe has eliminated people from using Google Voice phone numbers um, it's eliminated people who use Metro service, and it's just eliminating people. You know what I mean? So I sent them a nice little email of my um, my my discontent with their network, and you know my my me my being an appreciative of you know the the drama that they putting us through weekend and week out and we have to cancel shows because their network is not on point. Um and I hope they're listening and I, I know they're probably doing a little type thing so their transcript thing. I hope they're listening and I hope they're reading so they can fix their shit. And I mean I don't know who I did was to do this new talk shoe layout, but it's not user friendly. It's tedious to work. The shit sucks. I mean, they should have left it alone. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Everybody want to try and update something and make something right, change the number, did everything. So now the number is a problem. So, yeah, I emailed them. They sent me an email back. I'm not buying what they're selling. Um, But we still here until we find another network or just go all out on pointradio.com, which we're looking into next. So we just want to apologize to the people on our behalf for not being able to bring them the shows that they're accustomed to listening to, but we can't apologize for TalkShoe um, and their situations that they have going on with their whack-ass network. Um, but anyway, again, this is Straight Talk, and I'm your host, Mr. Controversy, a.k.a. Mr. On Point, and tonight we're talking about death and life. And um, if you read you know, the the post that I put up on Facebook and Instagram that we put up when we promote our shows. Um, over the weekend, I went to a funeral out of town. Uh, one of my cousins, that older cousin that I looked up to, he was like 60-something. But I looked up to him when I was young. I mean, real smooth, cool, funny dude. Um, and I just never expected him to pass like that, you know. Um, he was in his late fifties, maybe sixty. I don't, I forget to be exact, but he wasn't that old. I mean, um, so I was looking around at everybody, man, and I was looking at the people grieving. I was looking at his his son. Didn't even know he had a son. I was looking at the grandchildren. You know, I was looking at the sisters, the brothers, all my cousins, and just people just grieving and. And I'm I'm sitting there saying to myself, dang, like, this is fucked up. You know what I'm saying? Even to the point on the ride home, you know, my mother and my cousin, you know, we riding back and, you know, they both in the church heavy, my mom and my cousin. My cousin is old. She's like my mom's age. So she rolled up with us. And um, I said to, you know, my mom, I was like, yo, why the creator do shit like that? Well, I didn't use the S word, but that's why the creator do stuff like that, ma. You know what I mean? Like, why death got to be a part of life? You know what I mean? 
I said, I, I guess it's the whole yin and yang thing, you know, where life comes death, where birth comes death, you know, where right comes wrong, where right comes left. You know what I'm saying? So it goes up, must come down, the whole yin and yang thing, you know. And I'm still trying to make sense of it, you know. I, I even, I, I'm a big animal um, kingdom follower. Like, I watch the animal channels constantly because I believe animals have it right and we have it wrong. But when I look at it, we ought to just like the animals. You know what I mean? Um, it's not too much of a difference, you know. Um, but I think about, you know, those 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 baby fawns that's born to the deer and the lion that's checking for it, you know what I mean, or the alligator who goes and lays eggs and, you know, you got the, the, the vultures, looking and waiting for the mama alligator or crocodile to walk away so they could snatch it up or a fox in the cut somewhere watching so he could snatch it up. And it's just like, damn, you know, I watched it. You know, I, they said, um, as I was watching the animal channel, they said something about crocodile tears. And that's where it comes from. Crocodiles have the ability when they're eating to actually shed tears. And that's where the, the word, you know, the, the phrase crocodile tears come from. You know, so as I'm watching and I'm just peeping and listening to everything, the news comes in, and they like, there's a hundred and some teen murders already this year. And I'm like, damn, are we even a hundred and some days into the year? Of course, I know we are, but, you know, it's still just like, man, like, there's a difference between death and murder. You know, murder is a... Unfortunately, that death has been written for somebody. However, um, it's not a death. It's a murder. A death is, is my cousin dying of cancer, you know, or dying in your sleep. So, you know, something like, you know, something natural. Death is natural causes. Murder is a someone caused it, you know. But either way, it got me to thinking how prepared Am I for death? How prepared are any of us for death? You can't even prepare for death because you don't know when or how it's coming. But are you ready in the event that it does? And I know this is a heavy topic. I want to shout out to DJ Philly Joy who who shot me a message and was like, you know, Kane, you're going in heavy tonight. It's not going to be an easy topic, you know. And I know it's not. A lot of people don't want to talk about death. They're quick to, you know, celebrate, you know, um, births, you know, people having a baby and stuff like that, but they don't want to have a conversation about death. But when you speak of life, you ultimately at some point in time going to speak about death, whether you want to or not, you know what I'm saying? Um, so I, I just got to thinking, how prepared am I for death, you know? Um, am I ready to go out? Did I, did I leave? The jewels, you know, from from my some of my fruits that I should leave to them, you know, did I school them well enough? You know what I mean, did I leave them some type of financial security? Am I leaving them that? Like, will they have something when I go? As will I will I have money for a funeral? How about that? You know, a lot of times you see people start GoFundMe's for somebody who you know was murdered or got or died or whatever the case is because. They didn't have life insurance and or no type of insurance, and, you know, they can't afford a funeral. So how prepared am I? You know what I mean? 
Like, why do we need that? You know what I'm saying? Like, is it? it it's so sorrowful to me, man. I, I didn't even want to go because I told myself I wouldn't go to no more funerals because um, I, I just couldn't do it no more. You know what I mean? Watching everybody grieve and cry and tear. And that shit, man, that, that, that's, man, that's some bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Like, man, the creator really got to talk. But, you know, it's like talking to a judge. I don't expect nothing to change. You know, the creator, he did it. What He did what he did. You know what I mean? So it is what it is. We just have to adapt and adjust, you know? Um, so that being said, man, um, I just like to know where everybody else at with it. Um, the senseless murders out here, you know, young people just killing each other and not even knowing the value of life, not respecting the value of life. You know what I mean? So in that situation, it's just like, what next? You know what I'm saying? What next? Like, why can't we just seem to get it right as a people? You know what I mean? Why why are we still, you know, just going all out and doing whatever we do? You know what I mean? But um while we while we ponder that, right, I'ma go into this next track. And this might just be like an Eminem night, but you know, I'ma go into this next track and we're gonna come back and we're gonna discuss some life and death. And I know DJ Chill is in the building. So, you know, we're going to wrap to him as well and see where he's staying at on this situation and topic. So, let's go. I'm not afraid of that. I'm not afraid of life either. Don't mean I got to like it, though. Thank you. 
Yeah. Yeah. We're back, people. Um, so we're talking about life and death. You know, we love when, you know, a new baby is born into the into the world, you know what I mean? But we mourn heavily, heavenly, heavily when, you know, our life is taken from the world. You know what I'm saying? Um, so tonight we we just talking about life and death, man. We trying to see what the deal is, you know, with it. Like, where are you at? Are you comfortable with death? Like, we know it's a part of life, but do that mean you have to be comfortable with it? We got to accept it. We know that, but are we comfortable with it? Can you go to a funeral and keep it all together, you know, um, or or will you fall apart? Like, I'm not talking about jumping in the casket and all that, but I'm talking about I wonder how many people when they go to a funeral is just sitting there like, damn, this could be me, or I wonder if my funeral is going to be packed like this, or who's going to come to my funeral, or if my funeral is going to be empty. You know what I mean? I wonder if somebody's going to try and jump in my casket, or I wonder if the people who know they don't like me going to come. You know what I mean? Or the people I wasn't close to or didn't really, wasn't really there for me all crying loud and hysterically acting like they was down or, you know, they had my back or something. Like, I just wonder about that type of stuff, you know, um, so, DJ Chill, you in the building? I want to bring you in on this topic, man. I know it's a heavy topic. Yeah. And shout out to Miss Tears Queen who's trying to get in. Once again, all the people out there at Radio Land. Talk Shoe is now not accepting Metro callers, Metro phone carrier callers, nor are they uh, accepting the Google uh, call numbers that, you know, people have been getting to call in. So every time we combat an issue, they create another issue. I'm beginning to believe they don't want us on their network, probably because of the messages that we speak and talk about and discuss, um, which is our freedom of speech and our, uh, our amendment right to do so. But, DJ Chill, talk to me about life and death, man. Where are you at? Are you comfortable with death, or are you prepared for death? in some type of way? <laughs> um, this is a funny thing to say because um, I met death multiple times in my life and just recently from the car accident, I really escaped death by one step. And now I noticed after that one car accident, I had nine to ten more that came my way just by people that's texting and driving, not looking, almost ran me over, going to get a daggone girl from a Taco Bell, <laughs> almost ran me over. So I don't look to death, but when I do the fact that I've been on a choir and I you know, sing at Fear the Wolves and stuff, when you have more, anything, anything that's, you do more of, it can become a problem. But at the same time, you actually become immune. Just like how people, you know, they might get some candy, and if you know, first the candy is, you know, a problem for their teeth, then all of a sudden they just keep growing, and it's not a problem anymore, or, or something of the sort. 
probably somebody bothering somebody, and then all of a sudden you get used to it. But death, that's something that, you know, I don't be scared of. I stared in the eye because I've seen it so many times when all the times I stepped to people, they could have killed me. Back in the day, the brother put a gun on my daggone heart because of my boy Dave acting like a nut that you know about. That was a day I could have seen it. It's so many times. If I just sit back and look, I say, God, I really supposed to be dead, car accidents, whatever. But God just said, no, not this time. So everybody's here for a reason. You never know when your last day is. But to be living in fear, that will kill you. It becomes stressful. Because now your mindset is, am I going to make it today? Do I go outside and play? Or do I just stand in the house? <laughs> or you scared to sit up there and drink some whatever? Because you know something might happen to you in your own house. So I'm like, I, I don't I don't look at it like that no more because I see things happening now and I see people going away back to back. Some to get a chance to celebrate their birthday, some don't. It, it's it's just a a whatever moment now. So it's I, I would I wouldn't say that you escape death. Um because I've been through some, I, I wouldn't say you met that. I would say we kind of cheated that. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was. It just wasn't our time. You know what I mean? It wasn't our time. But at the same time, we could look at it as escaping it or, you know, cheating it. But are you ready for it? Like, do you feel like you had your children are ready if you go mentally, emotionally? Hell no. You know what Hell I mean? Like, no. Financially. So what do we do about that? Because I I got this thing with me, right? And I'm going to say this for the first time on air, you know, um, for the people. I had this thing with me, right, where I want to do my own obituary, but I almost feel like that would be a Tupac situation. Like I'll be signing my death certificate. If I do that, now I'm looking forward to death. I'll be wanting to take out a will, but then I feel like if I do that, I'm signing my death certificate. You know what I mean? Like, I'm I'm okay and I'm ready to go. You know what I mean? But should I be looking at it as just preparing myself for when I go? Or should I look at it as me calling my own death? Like, you know what I'm saying? How, how do you look at that? Well, I mean, you make an excellent point. It definitely is cheating death because <laughs> even, with, even with Jack, I supposed to be sitting at that spot, and I, I man, it, it's, it's not only cheating death, but it's the angels that's surrounded by you and your spirit, because you, you can walk around like a negative zone, you know, and be a problem child, and still don't die. Maybe because, you know, <laughs> the devil wants you to turn up so he can change your mindset or have you antagonize or stress out people so that you be the one killing them and not even knowing it. Just put the dumb stuff that come out of people's mouths or the dumb things that they do or the dumb things they think. Everything that you do in life 
becomes part of the system. The problem is, <laughs> what's your system? Is your system dealing with negativity or your system dealing with positive, positivity? Now, we already know Jesus went around and got the people that was already not good. I don't think he found anybody holy out there like that because everybody was already, you know, turned up doing their own thing. Now this is a little bit bigger. So now our mindset is a little bit out the weather. But cheating death, that's a good way to put it, but you still got to look at it. Why are you cheating death? Why are you still here? What is the reason and where do we go from here? It's crazy. Well, you, you mentioned something interesting. You know, it always, and I, I, I noticed this too, it's like the good, the good people, you know, die. You know, like, like we used to have a saying back in our day, the good die young. But the bad, young or old, just seems to outlive every damn body. And they do the worst. Why do you think that is? Like, do death has its favorites, or what's happening with this? Like, why do why do these things occur the way they occur? I mean, you got to call it too. I don't know why it occurs, but I just start to when you don't pay attention to anything, something just go by you. It goes over your head. But when you start to pay attention, then it can become. A problem, just like how, all right, perfect example. When, when I was singing on the choir and I was deep in the church like I was supposed to be now, but um, I noticed that when people curse, it used to hurt my ears. Now people curse, I'm just like, oh, okay. But when you get more and you study more and you show yourself approved, things are being shown right in your face you'd be able to realize certain things. Like I said before, a long time ago, you never see the dust particles flying in the air until that sunlight hits that dag on. <laughs> you might hit your pillow or hit whatever, and you right there in the sunlight, you're like, damn, look at them little things. You might not see the dag on microscopic bugs on your bed until you get it. Then you freak out, I don't want to get in your bed no more. So, when, and then you won't see no demons walking by you or jumping on people's head unless you get more in tune where it's though God ain't going to give you nothing you can't handle. But, man, the more you try to study, that means you're trying to handle more. You're trying to get more information. You're trying to understand more things. Now, after you understand more things, do you have the conscience or the mindset to put those things together and figure out which one is best for you? So it's crazy right now. Well, I still want to know why the bad guys outlive the good guys. I just think that's backwards as hell. And well, then, well, the best way to say the bad guys um, outlive the good guys because, first of all, when you bad, you don't care about nothing. And I, I ain't know that because <laughs> never mind. But um, <laughs> I'm trying not to get back there now because if I go there now, I guarantee you people ain't going to want to see or hear me, and I'll be having fun trying to tear them apart. But the people that is so bad or so devious and demonic, they're the ones that's noticed. 
And they're the ones that's in power, and that's the ones people look up to for some reason. I don't know why, but I guess it's because they don't care, just like how a woman likes a bad brother because it's, it's a challenge. But Real once you turn like that guy, guys. yeah, once they turn that person good, now they look like a little puppy, and everybody can walk all over them. So when you got a bad person or, or, or that bad guy could turn her out, and now she bad and her family can't stand him. <laughs> yeah, I didn't want to say that. Saying? I didn't want to say that. But now when you look at it, the 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 um a bad person, like look at look at Donald Trump right now. Everybody look at Donald Trump like ah he's crazy this and the other. Now imagine if Donald Trump gets saved and all of a sudden his whole mentality and whole thing changes. You be shook. Everybody be shook like, Dang, Donald Trump ain't got nothing bad to say or nothing crazy to say. He's doing everything excellent. And what it does is bring bring attention towards you and say, that one right there was the worst of the worst, but look at him now or look at her now. So that's the change. And everybody noticed the worst people of worst of the worst, and they will notice the change because they know exactly what the damage that was done by them or whatever they did, you know, to make that thing happen. Well, what it, what it really comes down to is balance. I mean, um, I need you to check and see if we have a caller, too. Um, yeah, I told you we got a caller. It's already unmuted. All right, we, we'll take that caller in just a second. Hopefully, it's DJ Philly Joy in the building or Miss T's Queen got through. Um, but um, it just comes down to balance. With life comes death. It's a balance. For every, you know, life born, there's a life taken and, and you know, dies. There's balance you know, right and wrong, good and bad, you know, and and it's interesting because what happens is that good girl who likes that bad guy, she shows that bad guy a good way, you know what I mean, within herself, which makes him want to have some piece of him good as well. But then he also awakens something up in her. She might be one of those pushovers, don't say much, shy, and, you know, just take it, and whereas though she learns from him, don't take the bullshit no more. You know what I'm saying? So she starts to speak up and becomes feisty. You know what I mean? So it's a balance. You know, um, that's what I'm, I'm coming to the realization. I mean, I've been new to this, but just to hear it aloud, you know, in a conversation or a dialogue, it, 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 it does something. You know what I'm saying? But let's take this call. Peace, power, and blessings. Welcome to On Point Radio. This is Straight Talk with your host, Mr. Controversy, a.k.a. Mr. On Point. Who do we have the pleasure of speaking with tonight? Well, I'm hoping you had the pleasure of speaking to DJ Philly Joy and Miss Tia's Queen on the line. Hey. 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 Because he has a phone problem. Wait, wait. Who's the feedback coming from? Yeah, that's the, um, those earphones. Check those earphones. We got a lot of feedback. I don't, I don't have any earphones in this time. Me neither. Okay, so there you go. Right. Well, we just did that. It's gone. It's gone. All right. Um, all right, so, Miss Tears Queen, we'll let you go. You know what I mean? Get your views on this about life and death. You know what I mean? A lot of us don't even realize just because we're breathing, that don't mean we're living. That just means 
we're breathing, living in a sense of, you know, waking up and taking a breath. But some people equate living to happiness, you know. Um, and, and then, you know, some people say you only live once, so do all type of shit because you eventually going to die. And I mean, what are, what are your views on life and death and how prepared are you for death? I think it is a difference between living and existing. We all exist when we breathe and when we're born. But to, for me, to live is to t- take every day that you have and do something that you enjoy doing out of it. You know, um, I used to, I grew up um, in a religious household and I that when you die, you're just dead. That's the end of it. As I got older and started doing my own research about how energy never dies and it just transfers, then I started to realize, and I especially realized it last year when my mom died, and um, I got some signs and stuff that she's still around. And um, long story short, I think... um, that we death is just uh, a next phase. We in this physical phase, but then we have to go into the spiritual phase. Um, in the spiritual realm, you don't have a body, you don't have organs. You just a spirit and a soul. Um, so, you know, so I live my life. So you don't believe it's a final phase. You believe it's just the next phase. Right. Mhm. And I believe mm-hmm. that now. Yes. I didn't used to believe that, but I do now. And I think, um, you know, at funerals we've been taught and conditioned to to mourn and sorry for your loss too. Uh, and it is hurtful because you can't you can't see them or feel them or hear them in this realm. Um, but it's in transition, so they don't have to deal with, you know, trying to just survive and um, all the emotional things that come with living in this world. Um, So I think, you know, it should be a celebration. I mean, of course we're going to mourn because we, everybody mourns a loss, but it should be, we should condition our minds to celebrate the time we had with them and the memories that was made and be able to look back and smile on that and not just, you know, cry all the time because they gone off into something um, and I'm pretty sure it's better than this polluted world, you know. So, that's my so how prepared are you for that? I mean, when it happens, it happens. Um, I'm not afraid of no, it. No, no, no. Or... But how prepared are you? Meaning, do you have a will? Do you have life insurance? Do yes. you have, will your son be taken care mm-hmm. of if you were to leave? Definitely. Like, do you have things in place? And, you know what I mean? Like, how prepared oh, are yeah. you? I was I was hearing what you were saying about a will. I mean, uh, um, your obituary. That's a that's a good idea. I might do like a little video or something, like a final video or something like that. I've seen people do that, like in case of my demise or something. But yeah, I've been had a garbage life plan for my son since he was born, and uh, yeah, I have a will. You know, so all that's you know taken care of. Mhm. All right, so we're not going to see, like, 
cardboard, piece of cardboard in the grass, you know, that says Miss T was here, but now she's gone. She left poetry palace to carry on. Those who knew her knew her well. Those who didn't go to hell, like on a, on a, on a cardboard box <laughs> yeah, in the grass. Yeah, that's a good one. We're that's not going to see that, are we? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you might. Like, so you got your tombstone and everything already, huh? No, no. But that's a good one to put on there, though. (laughs) (laughs) That's that that old school stuff, man. That's that old school stuff. (laughs) DJ Philly Joy, you in the building? What's the deal, Queen? (laughs) So you you hear what's going on tonight. You know, you hit me with the text like, man, King, like, you're not, that's not a light topic tonight. I don't ever give a light topic. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's wow. why it's the controversy. I don't want light topics. I need it heavy. You know, wow. we got to stop making light of some things, but shed light on the heavy. You know what I'm saying? So this, this, but this topic is not meant to be a negative topic where people start crying and thinking of it. That's not, this topic is meant to make you start to prepare Whatever you don't have in order, put it in place and get it in order because you never know when you're going to go. So that was the whole purpose of this topic. You know what I mean? That's why I'm asking, where do you stand on life and death and how prepared are you in the case of your next phase? Wow. So in light of what happened to me last, like we said before last, it's 25th of August having my car accident, that was just one thing. But I always had in my spirit, even since I was little, that we're born here, we're born here for a purpose, and it's for a season, for a reason, for a certain amount of time. So perspective-wise, um, my mom is 91. Not that everybody has longevity, but mm. in my family, we've never seen anybody live that long before. She's the oldest of all her cousins and everyone. So make a long story mm. short. My mom drank since she was 59 years old. 59. Came to my wedding drunk. Bottom line, what I'm saying about that is she stopped drinking because she got the status of close to the liver. But people have died from these things young, younger ages. You have to have a hope and you have to have a, a purpose in life. And she's here for a reason. Now, I don't know all the different purposes and reasons, but I know that she's here for a reason. Keep the structure together. So we all can pull. I pull off of that for my mom. The positive aspects that I have from my mom, you know, all the different things that I, that I, my focus is from old school, from the old Negro spirituals and from even the word of God. So as I have in my mind and my spirit all the time in Psalm 23, you know, the Lord's my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green Excuse me. we got a lot of feedback going on. I don't have anything on. Yeah, like have a, just some type of, some type of like, my phone's muted, it may not, but I'm going to go back to It may music. not even be us. It may be talk show. You know how they do. That's what I'm thinking, the same thing. People out there, we apologize, but it is what it is. Um, we, we, we're not going to let nobody stop what we do. Um, but DJ Philly Joy, you said a few things that were interesting, so, one of which, yeah, caller, I think family. we have another caller, um, but we'll we'll get them in a minute. Um, DJ Philly Joy, go ahead. I won't be long, but my foundation is basically, you know, the absence from the body, present with the Lord. I do believe that 
you know, on the higher power, our creator. So I do believe that, that we made from dust that we came, from dust we shall return, but our soul and our spirit shall live on. You know, to who's to say, so how it shall live on? But I pray and hope that I live a life that is honorable, that is pleasing, that is um, kind to others, that I, my mantra is do unto others that would have them do unto me. So I hope I treat you with respect and I treat you with love and you know that I care about you all my life. That's what I, that's what I want. So anybody say anything about me, if that was my epitaph or my eulogy or whatever, then they can say I did my best and tried my best to do for whoever came into my path. That's just how I am and hope that people receive that as well. But death to me, death can be pretty scary if you don't have a hope to live. You need to have a hope to live first and foremost so you won't get that drudgery and that depression that death can bring. Because we are, as soon as you're born, yes, you are dying because you are in this atmosphere of pollution. The, the water and everything else, the, the, air, the air we breathe, the house you live in, even Pluto thoughts. And man is constantly thinking of vain imaginations and things they can do more to make themselves perverted, want to have sex with animals and everything else they want to do out in this world. So man's imagination is perverted. And we, and we see that run rampant in the chaos and the anarchy that can come. Who wants to be here for 100 years or 200 years and live on forever and ever? We need death to stop some of this chaos, bottom line. It sounds kind of crazy how I'm saying that, but I have to go there because, yes, you do need that yin and that yang. You do, you do need this, I don't want to say, it's punishment. So we're meant to live forever and live, live forever, not here on this earth, but to live eternally. So that's how I feel about that. And I was going to say, as we walk through this shadow of death, we should fear no evil because we know our creator is with us. That's what I live by every single day. Mm-hmm. how I live. So that's how I feel. Thank you for letting me share. <laughs> well, let me let me say this. She said a couple things interesting. One, my grandmother lived till she was ninety four, and she lived to be her older sibling. There's only one left now. Um, one brother, her youngest brother, and we see how long he go. But he just recently was ill, but he's better now. So I feel you. And, and shout out to your mom. Ninety one is a long time, man. You know, you read in the Bible how they was living to be 5,000 years old. I'm like, yo, it must wasn't 12 months in a year. You know what I'm saying? Like, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Or maybe <laughs> life was just, it wasn't so polluted or something. And they had more trees, so maybe they had more oxygen. I don't know. I just don't know about that anyway. Um, but, you know, another thing you said was, and, and, I, and I know you got that from the post that I put, because the preacher was like, you know, you can go to, he said, you can go to the, the uh, oh, what's the name of the store? Not the herbal store, Solace, Solace, what is it? Solistic. You can go to the Solistic uh, 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 shop, still going to die. You oh, can yeah. Go to, you can go to Planet Fitness and Dolly and work out four days a week and eat healthy. You're still gonna die. Yeah, I mean, he was like, in fact, when you born into this world, you already started dying. Fuck yep. my head up, Joy. Mess my head up when he said that because you know I always know we were born to die, but damn, you just said I was dying at birth. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that's crazy. Just to just to imagine that. You know what I mean? And then think about it. You just said it best. When you're born into this world, somebody hands touching you, putting germs on you. You're now breathing <laughs> a polluted air where you were in a sack, you know what I mean, 
at one point. Now you're breathing polluted air, not to mention the per- the sack you were in. You don't know what you were taking in, you know what I mean, at that point in time. But whatever they intake was, was your intake. Whatever, you know, uh, 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 penis you ejaculated from, you know what I mean, was intaking something. So it's just like, damn, so we set up for birth. But think about it. That baby, <laughs> that dad that has that baby form, that form is already born, is, is dying already because it's being hunted when it's when it comes out. You know what I mean? So that's what made me want to say, yo, let me have this topic. Let's talk about life and death. You know what I'm saying? But before we go to the next call, I want you to tell me how prepared are you for death? I'm prepared by my hope for death because I live by what oh, my mom says. Like I said, I live through. Well, you know what? As far as how I, my youngest daughter is my most responsible child. She knows all my wishes. I have insurance policies at my job, and I have my own insurance policy to take care of my children. But I want to advocate for something real quick. I'm a, I'm, and T had this guy on her show on Saturday that made me think. I've been thinking this for a long time. Y'all might get mad at me by saying this, but it's so many of our black men dying. And I don't know if they would advocate for this, but we got a group of people, people together. We don't know who's going to die next, but you can probably read who's going to die next. But we got insurance on them and put money in our communities. I'm, I'm, that's just like y'all think I'm crazy, but I've been thinking about this for quite some time, that we get rich off of the insurance industry because our black people are killing each other in the streets. It sounds kind of crazy, but don't just mute that. So, yes, I'm prepared. I have my insurance policies to take care of my family. As far as my wishes, my daughter knows all my wishes, but as far as everything being written down with my living will, my power of attorney, things like that, no. But my insurance policies indicate who's to be responsible for everything, and that's my youngest daughter. That's the one that has six children. So are they so prepared you, you for me to go? I got all your lined up in a row. Pretty much. Pretty much. Okay. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Um, so we got two that's pretty set. We got one not set yet, and I didn't get into me yet. Um, but DJ Chill, let's take this next caller. Peace, power, and blessings. Welcome to On Point Radio. This is Straight Talk with your host, Mr. Controversy, aka Mr. On Point. Who do I have the pleasure of speaking with tonight? Uh, first of all, I don't see no other caller. You don't see him there? No. All right, I think close. I think they I think they hung up. It was a five four oh. Maybe they're still there. But I saw another hand. It was two up, but at any rate. I'ma go into this next track. I'ma come back with Miss Tears Queen, DJ uh Philly Joy, DJ Chill and myself. Um, after this track. Um I, I really need y'all people out there to think about this. You know, we always talk about giving people their flowers when they die while we don't give them when they live. Well, that's the same thing with death. Start, you know, putting away for your children now because they may fall on hard time. And you can't do nothing with whatever you had once you're gone. Stuff to think about. We're going to talk about that when we come back on the flip side after the following, after this track. But let's go. Again, Eminem cleaning out his closet.
Yes, okay, Joe. Them skeletons out that closet make life right.
take a pause for the cause. Um, I see our races. Uh, individual has joined our show once again. He must not either have a life or <clears throat> he pretty much enjoys listening to our show. You know, but, you know, he said a few racist things in the chat, and I'm I'm glad um, he pretty much sent the, the text messages um, or the chat messages. But anyway, at any rate, we're going to go on with our show. Um, and I thank you all for joining On Point Ready on Straight Talk with your host, Mr. Controversy, a.k.a. Mr. On Point. Uh, we thank you <clears throat> for joining us. So we're talking about life and death tonight. And we have DJ Philly Joy, Miss Tears Queen, DJ Chill, and myself, all of whom are on point radio hosts. And um, we're discussing it tonight, how prepared, you know, you are for, for death in the event that it occurs, because we know the only thing in life that's certain is death. Um, some people say death and taxes, but taxes is not always certain. Look at Delaware. Um, but death is a guarantee, a sure foot. I mean, eventually it's going to occur. So how prepared are you? People out there in Radio Land, if you want to join this On Point movement, know that On Point is an attitude, a mindset, and a movement. Reach out to us on Facebook, On Point Enterprises. Again, our Facebook is On Point, one word, O-N-P-O-I-N-T. Enterprises, E-N-T-E-R-P-R-I-Z-I-Z. If you're on Instagram, follow us at team underscore on point 215. Again, our Instagram is team, T-E-A-M, underscore on point 215. If you're on Twitter, follow us at team on point. Our Twitter is at team on point. You can also go to our website and read about on point, the different facets that make up on point, the different people involved in on point, and the different things on point is involved in and the community and abroad. Go to our website, onpoint215.weebly.com. Again, that's onpoint215.weebly.com. You can also email us any of your comments, suggestions, concerns, or topics you want to hear us discuss. Shoot us an email at onpoint215.gmail.com. Again, our email is onpoint215.gmail.com, or you can give us a call or a text directly with any of your comments, suggestions, concerns, or topics you want to hear us discuss. Give us a call or a text directly at 267-417-ONPT. That's onpoint267-417-6678. And to my racist uh, caller or chatter, whatever, who's online, thank you for giving us, you know, another call for our reading as well. Um, so let's talk about life and death. Um, I, um, I'm not, I don't, I hate death. I'm just going to put it like that. I hate death. I don't think there's no one who likes it or loves it or, you know, People just take it for what it is, and I do too, but I hate it, you know what I mean? And I don't think it's the act of it that I hate, um, other than senseless violence and stuff like that. It's more, to me, it it deals more so with the people that's mourning. You know what I mean? A child who's three years old and will never really remember that parent, you know what I mean? Like is 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 crazy, and I'm not just I'm not talking about senseless murders. I'm just talking about death. You know what I mean? Natural causes. You know what I'm saying? Um, a suicide. You know what I mean? Um, uh, 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 
a wrong injection. You know what I'm saying? Something of that sort. You know, um, DJ Chill, do we have a caller here? Says I don't call it, so it might be the racist one, but let's see who this is on this line. On Point Radio, who do we have the pleasure of speaking with? Um, uh, yeah, I don't know what that was, but okay. Um, <laughs> you got to love it, man. People are, people are dumb. You know what I'm saying? Like they just are, man. People are dumb, and and I and I. It's not all people, but I gotta be honest. People do the dumbest things, say the dumbest things, and you just prove other people right who already feel some type of way about you. But I'm not gonna give you the satisfaction. I know why you acting the way you act. If I was you, I would act that way too. Feel me? Um, Miss T is Queen. You still in the building? DJ Philly Joy, you in the building? I'm still here. Yes, sir. Okay. All right. Well, Miss Tears Queen, maybe she'll come back a little later. But DJ Philly Joy, talk to me about the senseless murders because I do want to talk about that because that creates unnecessary deaths. Talk to me a little bit about these senseless murders, especially with our team. I saw this morning a 12-year-old boy was shot. Two times last night. I mean, and I saw that on the news this morning. What is going on with the senseless murders? Well, um, I don't know if you heard me say, I still surround a lot of myself by my hope and not just um, all my religious teachings, but just things that I believe and things that I've heard um, over the years. I don't look at everybody's genealogy or their family history or to think everything's that is, is a curse on our people. But, you know, no, no other race goes through the atrocities, the traumas, the stress that um, our race goes through. And if you do genealogy it, as far as going in the Word of God and Deuteronomy, you'll see all the punishments that would happen to the true children of God and the true children of Israel. There's no other nationality of people that have gone through what we go through and continually will. And one of the reasons that, you know, that I believe we've gone through all we've gone through is because of disobedience from serving our creator. And we've gone after our own imagination, our own ways. Senseless death, I say yes. I, I hate it. I hate to think that young people at the age they are are dying, but generational things that are going on here of years and years of, I would say disobedience. I can't say they all people. They, people equipped in the crossfire, yes, innocent people equipped in the crossfire. But I have to be mindful that I'm not in control of things that's happening in this world. And I have to pray for the things that's going on and hope that they will get better. I have to have hope. I know it's like I said, it's a deep, heavy topic. Um, but even in that, I still can find some kind of way that people can get on board to try to get these different organizations together like Amir, what I had on last Tuesday, it helps the aftermath for people that get murdered. I found another one, uh, mom, mother's in charge. Um, trying to, I'm going to reach out to them as well. Try to find more organizations that can get together and form some kind of nucleus in cities and all across the country that help with this aftermath. And I think they can help out. 
with the women as far as having these children and raising them, then they get put up in a bad environment. You know, just, it's, it is senseless. I agree. It is senseless. But then I also have to look at um, their environment, where we are, what's going on, our, our, our temperament, our attitudes towards the things that are of the creator. But my place is getting a little noisy right now. My never neighbor's air conditioning came on. <laughs> That's cool. I don't even hear it. Um, that's that's. So, what do you think? Because I heard you mention, you know, we had it. We have it worse than any other race in the set and the third. But is isn't that more our fault now? Would you would you agree that that's more our fault now? Like we already know, you know. They gonna do quote unquote unquote with the quote fingers. They gonna do what they always done and what they will always do. You know what I'm saying? But do we have to help them? I'm I'm not blaming anybody. Yeah, I'm not blaming anybody. But if you look at the conditions of the things, the psychological, you know yourself being an educator. um, If you like, they did that psychological test where they put the the um the white kids and the, the black kids in a room, light skinned ones, dark skinned ones, ones that had, you know, blue eyes, whatever the case may be, and how they gravitate towards the white things. So the psychological things that have happened to us, psychological warfare that's still happening to us, um, we're inundated with that. Even if we do the talk programs, we have to be mindful that we give the people, like I said, hope, because I said this is a heavy topic, but we have to let people believe what we believe and understand we, where we are with the belief that we have, and yes, we should have things in order for death because it's inevitable. And we should not fear to talk about it, but people are fearful. But I hate that in the black community, people aren't prepared, especially with insurance, some insurance, I got a cremate in my head, I got the money, he ain't got the money, and he was a drug drug addict. Okay, you know what he did? Then get insurance on him. It costs like $50 a month. Make that sacrifice. You know he's going towards his death, and it won't leave your family in poverty or destitute even more. And you look, it's embarrassing. It's embarrassing that our community don't have any choice on our black people, period. Black women, black men, black children, whatever it may be, it's sad. One of the things I sacrifice for before I get a bottle of wine, anything else, I'm paying my, my, my mortgage for my house to live in, and I'm paying my dog on insurance policy, if nothing else. So I don't know if people are having this realization that they're going to be here forever. You're not going to be here forever. No one will be here forever. So why not prepare for the things that are inevitable? It's going to happen eventually. We don't know when. We all have a number. So pretty much we have to stop buying, you know, cars and, you know, <laughs> expensive clothes and jewelry and stuff like that and, you know, buy an insurance policy. See what I'm saying? Well, no, That's pretty much what you're saying. That, you can buy that stuff, but you have to be you have to still prepare for things that are inevitable. That stuff is gonna that thing's gonna rust away. It's gonna leave. Seize break through and still, you know. We gotta set our affections on things above. That's what even the word of God says. This earth, you know. The bottom line is we are more spirit than anything else. And yes, we're meant we're meant to live. We were meant to live forever. And that, like T said, as far as transitioning, that is a transition because you're not you'll be you'll be absent from this body present with, with your Creator. I believe that. That's why I have hope. You know, whether I'm gonna be here or however I die, I'm gonna just trust that I'm gonna be with the Creator. Period. You can't shake me from that. 
I don't care how you think, you can't judge me from there, how you think I'm living, because I'm out with my friends, I'm going at, I'm at the club, but am I selling myself on the street? And even that person may, may do that. They could repent and say, you know, God take me, I'm sorry for all of that. They could repent, all I've done. So I believe that. I said, that's just my hope, my belief. I can't make everybody believe that. But if, believe it, if you believe it or not, in every faith, though, across the country, whether you're Muslim, Jewish, Christian, Buddha, whatever it is, they all have atonement before their Holy One. That's just innate and built in every man across the nation. Whether religious or spiritual, whatever you want to say, we all have that sense. We have to know that we feel secure with a higher power over us. We didn't make the sun, the stars, the moon, so we know that there is a creator, there's a higher power over us that made this world. And we have knowledge, and we keep on trying to explore and discover things because we want to know, and that's that knowing. We want to know more about the creator, more about how to please him, how to do things for him. That's why people have the songs that they sing, and we can sing these songs and, you know, have worship. That's where I am with what I believe, and that, it keeps me grounded. When you don't have a hope, you're not grounded. You're the one that's killing each other and people in the street because you don't have hope. You don't have no value for life. I have a value for life, for people. You know, I let, I've let bad things happen in my life, you know, and then I realize, why am I doing I'm putting myself down like that. No, I should be trying to encourage people but still take care of myself at the same time. And it's not being selfish. So, I don't know, death wow. is a, also an escape. It's also an escape for some people, like you said about suicide. They think it's an escape. So, wow. I mean, well, yeah. DJ Phil, do we, do we have a caller on the line? Or that was just a person coming on the line and banging? <laughs> DJ Phil, you there? Yeah, that was just a person doing something. All right. Well, I'm going to go to this track for DJ uh, Philly Joy. I'm going to switch it up real quick and go to my second favorite artist. And this is Tupac with Changes. All right. And that's how I 
forces want. They're not into trying to make you feel good and if they're trying to make you feel good, it's fake. So you got to understand if the Bible says that, and you know, that's the most accurate book out here, but if it says it's going to get worse as time progresses until the big man come back and say, hello, you know what I'm saying? Why wouldn't you believe it if it's already saying that it's going to be um, famine and it's going to be diseases and we already seen water come and take everybody out and you already see the fire in front of your face currently right now in California turning up. Nobody can do nothing about it. So if that fire starts to go and magnify towards the world or if somebody want to be crazy enough to light a fire, what should I say, um, where our crops is at, where we might want to, you know, buy some food. Next, you know, the prices is going up. The only problem that we have right now that I see is pride. We have no patience, and we do not like people. That's, that's three things right there. Now, we can keep going on and on and on. But for some reason, if somebody turns somebody off, they turn off the other individual. And then where does it come back to love and compassion and regenification and people come with the same mindset again? They don't want it no more. It's like once you're off, you're off. Once you're gone, you're gone. 
And then at the funeral, you're going to come by and say, oh, yeah, I was so cool with that individual. Get the hell out of here. Don't lie to yourself if you know who the hell you is. You know what I'm saying? That's the crazy part. So with this magnification of killing everybody, they thought it out. And you know the big people in the big league is always thinking because they want to make sure they stay in the big league. Now, if they had a movie that said, why don't we kill everybody like they did in that movie called, um, what's the name of that girl? I forgot the name. You know, the lady uh, fighting the zombies or whatever the heck it was. That girl, I forgot it. But in that last picture that they made, they said, I have an idea. If we create everybody to get, you know, this disease and everybody's all off this earth, well, we are chilling because we got us and we can just, you know, create a little colony and we don't got to worry about food anymore. So with that coming down to life in general with us currently right now where we're at this second, look at it, study it. What do you think is going to happen in 2019? Do you really think we're going to be able to walk around peacefully and happy-go-lucky if everybody's starving, the kids are starving, nobody ain't got no daggone food, nobody ain't got no money because money ain't worth money no more. You got to have a bartering system. And if you've got your stuff in wherever you might have it at and somebody steals it, what you think going to happen? You're going to steal it back. So when you sell it back, you get killed. So it's all on purpose. It's for a reason. If you know you ain't going to have a certain amount of food and God knows when, you do, do you still want to keep on letting everybody at a young age get pregnant? And then since they ain't got no parenting because they sh- slow, not all of them, some is stupid, some are smart. But at the same time, they still got a kid that they got to grow up with. Now, what that kid going to do when he grows up? If that parent is dead and that kid got to grow up by himself, with himself, with the only people that they can trust, which is a gang. Come on, man. This is getting crazy out here. So everything is everything is for a reason. And the big people, if, if, if it was beautiful outside, we wouldn't be, probably wouldn't be going through this stuff. But it's better to have danger, it's better to have fear, it's better to have negligence, it's better to be dumb, so they say, instead of everybody being educated and smart, because then who's going to do the dumb stuff? If everybody's highly educated and got big money, who's going to go clean the daggone streets? If you rich, got a million dollars or a billion dollars, you actually going to go out there and clean the streets? Especially if you know the streets got nothing but bacteria and and trash all over the place. You don't want to do that and know you can get affected or get robbed or get killed? They're like, oh, hell no. So everybody's in a certain plane. You got the poor, you had the, you had the middle class, and you got the rich. Now it's going to be rich and poor. The poor is allowed to die. The rich got to multiply. That's just it. So everything's for a reason. They're making sure that people die off. The first one that's got to die off is the first purge, black people, because they in the way. Because they got a problem with adapting to whatever the hell comes their way. Wow. 
Um, yeah, wow. I got to say, that last comment, I, I got to, you know, agree to disagree with you on. I think black people adapt to their situations better than any other race. That's why other races commit suicide at a higher rate um, for the most part. Um we pretty much create a genocide with murdering our, ourselves off by, you know, murdering each other, where as though a lot of other races, you know, they lose an account, you know, with a, a company or they lose their job and, you know, they go postal or they turn terrorists and, you know, shoot up malls and schools and, you know what I mean? Um, so I think we adjust and adapt better than any other race because of, all of the oppressions that we had to face and we've endured. You know, we've been broke for so long that now people do what they're going to do for a dollar. You know what I mean? But at the end of the day, we adapt better than any other race out there, um, I, I believe. Um, I don't think no other race could have put up with what we've been putting up with and still putting up with to this day. Um they always liken the Holocaust to slavery. And I hate that comparison because there is not. Yes, it was wrong that Hitler marched them to an oven and burned them, but that was the end. They marched in the oven. They didn't come out. They, they, but, but you can't put that to, you know, hundreds of years of beatings, lynchings, murders, decapitations. You know what I mean? You can't, you can't put that. There's no comparison, and I hate when they do that, especially in schools, you know. Um, so we we got to be mindful of who the enemy is, and we got one that calls on our line every night, and or not every night, but just about every night, probably listens every night. He, you know, just got done chatting some negative, racist comments, but I expect him to do that. The bad part is he don't even realize I expect him to do that. He's being who he's supposed to be. With his talk show doing about it, wouldn't be surprised if he's a part of talk show, real talk, you know? But, again, you have to be aware and conscientious of who the true enemy is. And we're not each other's enemy. But, yeah, at some point we were trained to do such, you know. This is nothing new, though. You know, during slavery, they would make a black man beat or whip another black man. That's black on black right there. And that takes his hands off of it. I never whipped him. Well, that's no different than what's happening now. They used to lynch us, and they used to shoot us down like ducks, and you know. But now, they step back. They done psychologically embedded, you know, these ideologies in our head. So they step back, raise their hands. I didn't kill nobody. I ain't do a thing. I ain't nothing to do with that. Y'all killing each other. But we don't make guns or bullets. You know what I'm saying? We don't 
bring the drugs over here on planes, you know. We might have had some people who once did, but they got caught, you know, and they got it from somewhere else. Like, stop. You have to now know the truth. So, no, I mean, I hear what, you know, DJ Philly Joy is saying. I hear what DJ Chill is saying. And I'm not saying I disagree with it either. All I'm saying is, at what point do we take responsibility and accountability for our actions? We know too much now. And they say, no better, do better. But we know more and doing none or doing less. So in that situation, that becomes a problem. And now more murders. It used to be that the funeral directors back in the day, they knew who was going to die, had a casket ready for him and everything. He made all the money in the neighborhood because bodies were always, they, they know somebody's going to die. That's a hell of a industry to be in. Real talk. That's a lucrative industry. Casket makers, lucrative industry. You want to buy stock in something? Buy stock in that. Because you know death is certain. You know what I mean? But, you know, if you look at the black communities now, you will see in every neighborhood some funeral home, a bar, a bunch of drug dealers. This is where children got to pass by every day they go to school. And it's a cycle. It's a cycle. One day they're going to graduate from school and graduate to standing on that corner or going in that bar, to graduating to going in that bar or that deli, graduating to going to funerals, standing on corners getting money. Going out, doing what you do as a female to get money until eventually you get that casket. The cycle, man. We gotta, we gotta become a lot more wiser, man. And it starts with intellectual conversation. Discussions like this. More topics and discussions like this, the less deaths should occur. And DJ Joy said it right. We don't be having health insurance. No, we don't have it. Why? Because our ends just don't justify our means. So we really can't afford it. But then that's where budgeting and prioritizing come in at. You don't need that new car right now. That life insurance. But I think life insurance is a scam in all honesty. DJ Fully Joy, and you can tell me how you feel about this as well. But I think all insurances are scams because they are just in cases. If in order for an insurance company not to be a scam to me, if I took out life insurance and I paid all the way up to let's say uh, seventy-two, and I, I passed, right? Then I think I should get half of all of that money back. And it should go to my next to Ken that I have designated to either split up my finances or equity or whatever I have or who I've left it to. But I think half of that should come back because I ain't got a first year. So how you get to keep all that money? 
I ain't died a second year. Hell, I ain't died a 20 years. Where's all that money? But this is how they get money. This is why America, if that's what you want to call it, is a capitalistic country because it's built for the corporations, not for the people. It's not a democracy. It is a republic. And the republic is pretty much the, the, the people in power running things. A democracy is when the people run things. This is far a far cry from a democracy. This is closer to communism than it is a democracy. And then they say everybody has an equal chance. No, we really don't. Because some of us are born with stripes already against us. Some of us are cursed with names that people already know. And we already know you know whether we black or white with our social security numbers. You pretty much know everything you need to know to keep us where you want to keep us. But if we smarter, that won't deter us. We got to prepare not for death only, but for war as well. Whether it's psychological, whether it's a financial war, whatever the war is, we got to prepare. And we need all of our soldiers in doing something. So the senseless black-on-black crimes and murders is not helping us. It's hurting us worse. You know what I'm saying? So I'm going uh, to go into this track, and I'm going to come back with the last words of uh, DJ Chill, DJ Philly Joy, myself, people out there in Radio Land, dial at number 605-562-0444. Again, that number is 605-562-0444. That call ID is 143-133-POUND. Hit that one pound to listen. Hit that star two if you want to communicate and tell us about your feelings on life and death and how prepared you are for death. And give us your input on the senseless murders that's going on. Let's take this track. And we're coming back with the last words from DJ Philly George, DJ Chell, and myself. Tupac, life goes on.
But um, basically, you got to learn how to, and I, and I see what's happening now with me. The enemy's trying to discourage my happy-go-lucky syndrome that I've been living on all my life. I used to just take things and just throw it out the window. Now certain things are getting to me, and I'm like, are you serious? Because it's like when you see things, it's so stupid. And people always get all out of shape over the smallest, tiniest thing. Now, that small, tiny thing can magnify and be something bigger. But then when it gets to the point where there's confusion and nobody want to come back on reality and see what life is, that can set you on a whole new trick. So I'm trying right now, even now, to let go of the dumb stuff that comes my way because I see what it is. It's a spirit. Now, no matter what, if people believe in spirits or if they don't, you will one day if it comes to you. <laughs> if one spirit comes to visit you and do some things and make you see, yo, um, people, I'm trying to let you know what's going on here. They look at you like you are you're crazy. This is a new life. This is a new world. So death is going to come. And it's going to come in so much of a magnitude as you can see from the news. They're making it to the point, if you pay attention to the news, it's, it's, a, it's a second seance. It, it's basically teaching you to learn how to accept the bull crap. If you see the news and it says death, 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 life, death, death, life, death, death, life, that's not too cool. You should be seeing more lively or lively things that's going to um, bring you or encourage you instead of seeing things that will put you in fear or have you destroyed. But the way we brand it and the way we've been taught, that's just not going to happen. Because you got to put yourself into your own little paradise like Michael Jackson did. He put himself in a bubble. You ain't got to be in a bubble, but actually use psychology on your own self. If you look in the mirror you look like you're crazy, you say, you know what? What can I do to change that? Now, if you can't, if you can't see that you're crazy, then that's a problem. Because everybody got something in them. You just got to flip the script before it's too late. That's a real rap ball. <laughs> I ain't going to hold you. But um, as for my show, y'all can check me out Thursday, hopefully this Thursday. God knows what's going to happen with talk shoot because, you know, this is, I know people are mad at me because I ain't been on there. I think they think it's a hoax. Nah, I'm going to see what happens this Thursday, and I am going to do what's on your mind. But it's going to be a part one, part two, and part three. This is the third time I'm trying this damn thing. Now, my topic I'm basically saying is, I'm wondering what music can describe your current. Now, when you listen to the show at 9 o'clock Thursday, pin number 143-341-POUND, I want y'all to give me your current attitude. What music would you like me to play on the first verse of your current attitude. 
And then before we play that music, I want you to tell me what's on your mind, and then we play the music. And then at the same time, as we progress during the show, we're going to take time and examine the music from individuals and that have picked, you know, that have played their music, just to describe their personality. We're going to choose, and we're going to, you know, go through the song. Like, why did they pick that song? And what was it? And did that song edify somebody, or did it just, put them back to another mindset where they just, uh. But you never learn about anybody until you hear from somebody because you never know what's on people's minds. So check me out this Thursday, Thoroughbreds, DJ Chill, right at your neck, what's on your mind. You could be straight blunt. Try not to curse because I want to make this thing go viral where the kids be able to hear it and learn. And try not to pick songs that can curse, you know, so we can let it go all around the world since it's internet. Hello. Well, people, all I have to say is this. For every action, there's a reaction. That's balance. That's the key word, key term for the night, balance. Life and death is a balance. Same as having money and being broke. It's a balance. Um, We, at some point, are going to have to just learn how to adjust, you know, and which we do. After the loss, you know, we might mourn it each year, you know. It might get a little less and less um, painful, but it's going to always still be there because it's still a memory. So being as though death becomes a memory of our loved ones, or should anyway, that's how we keep them alive, by remembering them. You know? um, so that being said, let's treat death like I see a lot of people now, they don't call them funerals. They call them home going, home You know, like or you know, like a homecoming. They call them home You know, like DJ Philly Joy said. You know, you came in as dust. You're gonna go back out as dust. That's truth. That's truth. So it's inevitable. You can't escape it. You can't outmaneuver it. You can't trick it. You can't beat it. You know, you can't cheat it. You just came close, but it wasn't your time. Might have been a warning sign. Either way, you got to prepare. So if you don't want to jinx yourself and write your own will or your own uh, obituary, then, you know, sit somebody down and let them write it so you don't feel like you're signing your death certificate. Like I do, you know, because of stupid people out in the world. Some people want to do things for attention. Other people want to do. Other people want to do things out of hatred, or anger, or jealousy, or malice, or envy. You know, frustration. It's some. It's some not too. It's some. Um. 
spiritually challenged people out here. There's some soulless people out here who just don't care. You know what I'm saying? So at any rate, you can't prepare for death, but you can be be prepared for death. You know, um, Biggie... It makes me wonder if Biggie and Tupac signed their own death certificates. Biggie said, I'm ready to die. Named his album that. Tupac just kept speaking of death in his songs. It happens. You know, the night I got shot, I said it was going to happen. My mom always said, be careful what you say out your mouth. Be careful what you ask God for. That's a line right there, a signature line. Be careful what you ask God for. Because he might just give it to you. So I want to leave y'all with that, man. Prepare yourself. Get that life insurance. Especially if you know you died today or tomorrow. Ain't nobody got no money to buy you no tombstone, to buy you no grave space. You know know what I mean? To buy you no no digs to wear or a funeral home not bomb you and do everything that... You know, people treat these funerals like and weddings like, you know, I don't know. I always said, put me in a box. Say, fuck it. My loved one's going to hate it. My haters going to love it. You know what I'm saying? But at any rate, man, since I'm going to be Dutch anyway, my peoples already know what I want. They know. But I think I'm going to go ahead and put it on paper, man, So, and and get it notarized. Make sure you get it notarized. Make sure that life insurance is home life, not term life. Never get term life insurance. That's not a good insurance. You know what I mean? Get home life. And for the people that's out there, the senior citizens, there is an insurance company, and I forget the name of it, but it's an insurance company that do give you some of your money back each year you live. Even though you have a life insurance policy with them, they do give you some money back each year you live. Now, I don't know if that's for all people, but I do know the commercial says it's for senior citizens. I don't know how valid it is, but I'm saying it's worth, for che- it's worth checking out. You know, um, all state, if you get the car insurance, Get in an accident. I mean, don't get in no accidents. Every year that you don't get in an accident, they give you money back from your policy. That's because they overcharging us anyway. And that's because they charging us just because anyway. But either way, there's two companies that do give you some, some of your money back, opposed to the 1,002 that don't. So just prepare, man, because it's going to happen. So make sure your people are in a best predict position, not just to bury you, but for them to have something as well, because you can't take nothing with you when you go. So you need to write out who get that flat screen, who get who get the car, who get the jewelry, who get the the the, the money, how the money get divided, who got who get the properties. You know what I'm saying? That stuff must be done, or you're gonna have people fighting over it. While you laying dead, people fighting. They're already going to fight over what you should wear in the casket. They're going to fight over what casket to get. They're going to fight over who to invite. They're going to fight out with the, fight over what the words to say. So 
even in death, God's fighters. Think about that. Get ready, y'all. And on that note, I'm going out with this track right here. Not a fan of this dude, but I like the song. B. Diddy, Puff Daddy, Sean Combs, Diddy, and Puffy. I'll be missing you.
Hey, DJ Chill, you on point? Yeah. I'm on point. <laughs>